0: Blob Talk Radio When you're high
1: Good evening. Welcome to the Clown. I had to get that title creator up in there. Love his album. You hadn't checked it out yet? It's a little old now, but, but peep that. Cop it. good. It's well worth it. But anyway, thank you for tuning in. This is Scott Burst of the Clown. I know this clown special spelled K, by the way. You're able to check in my uh, check out my blog, The Clown Times. You find it at www.theclowntimes.net. And you find me on Facebook as well. Just do a search. In the upper left-hand corner, whether you're on your smartphone, your laptop, uh, desktop, whatever, mainframe. Uh, but anyway, just happened to the you and find me there as well. Lots to get into this week. Uh, we got Drew Brees' milestone. We're going to talk about his legacy right quick. Uh, I break down a little MLB Plus at the end of the podcast. Preview NFL Week Six. Before that, but first, this, this is a Cincinnati, ohio Bay show. Design, I'm a Steelers fan. We gotta talk Bingo Steelers because I thought we was gonna throw down this week. The only way to help me break down to break that down is my guy. He's 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 also my fret brother. You can check on lot on bingo The one and only Andre at worst. Dre, what's,
0: what's going you? on my brother? What's going on? Oh,
1: you tell me, man. If you tell me, how to get that Toddy credit up in there. It's been too long. Uh
0: Yo, nothing brings hot. me
1: up. Like Todd DeCoreta, it is hot. This whole album is hot, man. I mean,
0: hot, uh, it's it been a while. fire, son. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> it's great, man. Hey, yo, so, um, yeah, so basically, for those that, like, uh, like, again, for those who don't know who live outside the Midwest, okay, there are many different robberies in pro sports, right? In, in particular, you got Ravens, Steelers, which is the big one. you got Cowboys, Washington, you have – what, New Orleans and Atlanta, for those in the southeast. And, but there's many people who don't know. You go to you go to Ohio, you assume it's all about Cleveland and Cincinnati, which was the case right. we were growing up, right? But over yeah, that, absolutely. I don't was. know, decade plus? What was that? Yep. Yeah, I said, no, absolutely yeah, I said, no, it, no, was. it
0: was. Things. It was definitely uh, Cleveland and Cincinnati was, was,
1: yeah. Yeah, like the 80s and 90s especially. But yep. the last decade plus, it's been about Bingo Steelers. And talking to the late the natives here, it goes probably back to the 70s because even though we all know that Pittsburgh was quote-unquote the team in the 70s, Cincinnati had a, a quite a few good years in the 70s, and my teams were still in y'all's way and in Houston's way, for that matter, old oh, Houston Oilers. But right. from a Cincinnati fan, from a Bengals fan, from a Cincinnati's Nailers point of view. Tell me why Bengals Steelers is a much bigger deal of the last 10 years, or even in the 70s, than, it, than Bengals Browns, for example, that most people would assume would be the case.
0: Well, I mean, I think in order to have uh, a rivalry, right, and and. Mm-hmm. From a from a from a Cincinnati perspective, not from a Pittsburgh perspective, but in, in order to have a rivalry, you need to have um, you know a, a sense of competitive nature about it, right? So there has to be sure. All right, you know this team is good enough to beat us, or we're good enough to beat them. But it's going to be you know a fight from the beginning to end. And while one team may win, you know, and the other team may lose, hey, it's it, it's a it's. It's a competition. It's. Right. There's something to look forward to, and there's this excitement and whatever. I think, unfortunately, for the Browns and for Browns fans uh, over the past, since they've been back, you know, uh, was that 99 when they came back? Um, they just haven't had much success. And I don't care who they're playing, right. and I don't care who the coach has been or who the quarterback's been or any of that. It's It's almost like fans of the Bengals and I don't know Pittsburgh may be the same way, you almost pity the Browns to an extent. You know, I mean like I've <laughs> I've found myself, although they're in my division, I literally have found uh-huh. myself rooting for them this year to like just win a game, man. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, oh look, you tie with Pittsburgh, right. way to go. Or, you know, you almost pulled it out versus New Orleans. Ah oh, man, that's so great. I, I watched the end of the Browns Ravens game pulling for the Browns to win.
1: Too. Yes,
0: it benefited I my know, Bengals anywhere. more, but, but I mean, I was genuinely rooting for the Browns to win that game. And so, I think, bringing it back to your question of why has the Pittsburgh piece been such a such a rivalry and, and Cleveland has not, it's because Cleveland hasn't been relevant. There's nothing to them yeah. that says, hey, let's focus our time and energy on, on Cleveland. It's all about Pittsburgh, and when you have Pittsburgh, you know winning divisions, and it's been a while, but winning Super Bowls and you know doing the things that that Pittsburgh does, it if nothing else, from a jealousy standpoint, it's we want to be that team and we we want to beat that team. If you know Cleveland comes right. in, it's like yeah, that's two wins. Yeah, that's I mean, since '99, you pretty much chalked up two wins from Cleveland almost every year. Right you now. And so that's right. why there's, that's why there isn't the rivalry that it used to be, you know, in the, in the seventies, eighties, uh, that, that it was then. It's, it's not like that now.
1: Well, you know, what? we share a brain with like because being a Steelers fan, you know, like back in the day when we grew up in the eighties, I hated Cleveland. I couldn't yeah. stand Cleveland. That was those those plain-ass born orange and brown, <laughs> crappy-ass brown. I used to detest that, that nasty-ass old Cleveland Municipal Stadium, those loser fans with dog masks on and chewing on no dog business, throwing shit out on the field. Yeah. I, they were I crazy, just, though. It's, it's, they were nuts. They were crazy. They were nuts. They were crazy, and it, to the point where I was like, I just looked at them as savages. I'm just be honest. I just looked at them as <laughs> savages. And and the fact that what made it worse particularly in the eighties and the part of the nineties, the early part of the nineties, was that Cleveland was legit. They were that they were that squad. And
0: Mac Biner, you know, Kozar, all those dudes. Man. Oh,
1: Dude. Dude. And yes, yeah, yeah, and also being a Steelers fans, a fan, you know, they used to up until eighty five eighty seven, eight well no, I saw it was eighty eight I guess. Cleveland never won in three River Stadium until I think it was 87, 88. They called it the jinx. Yep. So it was always that, too. And, you know, who could ever forget, uh, from like from your perspective now, Sam Weiss, I think it was in 88 season, 87 season. You
0: don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, say, I, were fans,
1: were, I think they were playing San Diego. Y'all playing San Diego. They were, throwing, no they were throwing stuff on the field. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Yep. And he took that fans, fans were losing their minds. Oh, it's mm-hmm. I mean, it it's, bad, it's it one of the I've most epic. Games.
0: Oh, it's one of the most epic speeches you will ever see. I mean, for for the head coach of a football team to walk over and grab the PA Microphone, yeah, and basically be like, you know, well the next fan who sees anybody throws any throw anything out on the field, you point them out so we can get them out of here. Right, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati. Live <laughs> I was like, wow. wow.
1: He yelled it out real loud. He was like, you don't right. live in Cleveland. He's on microphone now. You don't oh, live yeah. in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. <laughs> that was classic. That was, that was classic, brutal. Now I get fined for it. But anyway, oh, dude, not only that, like, point. can you imagine,
0: can you imagine that speech or can you imagine that clip <coughs> on social media today? Like
1: oh Twitter God. would
0: have exploded.
1: So oh, my God. Squad, on the oh, business. dude,
0: dude, calling out an entire city. Forget the team. He called out an entire city. Can you, like, the <laughs> memes that would be created by that, the the gifts that would be created by that, oh, it would be insane.
1: Oh, no. Could you wish that you, that there was social media back when we were growing up, all the crap we yes. saw on TV and the sports yes. moments? Yes. Could you imagine? Yes. Oh, my God. Sam Weisshark talking oh, drunk like that? It
0: would have been great. Wow. It would have been great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but while we're down in memory lane, just speaks to your uh, point is that I know I, I pity Cleveland too. I hate to say it. I pity yeah. the hell out of them. I hate Baltimore yeah. these days. I, you know, Baltimore is looking at it as the old Browns anyway, right? Right. But they they try to be like us, Pittsburgh. They try to draft like us. They ran an organization like us. They talk junk on top of that, which I admire. I, I love right. trash talking, like no matter who you are, but that added to that element. And you know it's like this it's Cleveland. It's like okay, you know you can't get worked up for them anymore. I mean, I mean like you, I was playing for Cleveland against Baltimore. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. But still, right. the whole point is, is that they're so bad you can't hate them anymore. Even though they're right. both of our blood rivals. So you know it's just, it's just weird. But I I, I think now the on, to your point, switch to Pittsburgh because. We've been that squad. I mean, yep. since the '70s, but I mean, we had leaned eight years in the '80s, but yes, the last ten basically, or so years. Basically,
0: basically since since Roethlisberger has been there, it's been mm-hmm. a house of horrors for Bengals fans. I, I mm-hmm. mean, I think I think I read a stat something like I think Roethlisberger in a combination of uh, or I should say when he plays in cincinnati is something like 15 and 2 in his career like 15 yeah. and 2 in another person's <laughs> house right i mean like that's just that's, yeah. that's almost unheard of and unbelievable you we've played 17 games in my house where i control everything right. and you still beat me <laughs> 13 out of, I mean, you know, like uh, 15 out of those 17 times. Like, that's insane.
1: <laughs> hey, Cleveland brand fans said the same thing, basically. Yeah, you know, yeah, suck. no doubt. But they suck. That's no doubt. Like, they suck, though. Yeah. Everybody beats them. But, but not this year. Um, but what, what make, I think what makes it even worse for, for Bengals fans, especially is that Big Ben's an Ohio boy. And went the Miami yeah. of Ohio, which is like, Right like what, thirty miles or so right outside of Cincinnati, north of Cincinnati. Yeah. Right, right yep. up was uh, what's it, Corain Avenue? Is it Corain Avenue? Think uh Avenue. right up twenty seven. Yep. Right 27. up. Twenty seven. Yep, there it is. So that's what makes it even worse. You've got an Ohio boy coming in, throwing <laughs> your squad, and it doesn't help that the that out that Steel Nation, damn there take over the stadium. Uh, that's that so annoying. Help so that's so that's
0: another thing that's that's different in in this day and age uh, than what was back in the day, right so because you have so many of the uh third party ticket vendors right that uh, previously it was so hard for a Steelers fan to get a ticket to a Bengal's game because you had your season ticket holders and whatnot, but you almost had to come here. And buy the tickets while you're here. And I'm like, do you really want to drive five hours to chance that you might not get into the game? Nah. Versus today, mm-hmm. you buy them jokers online, two, three, four weeks in advance. You, you know, yeah. It's fans selling their own tickets. It's stub the StubHub's of the world and all all of those things. Man, Cincinnati's mm-hmm. a four and a half five hour trip, and we win. Yep. You know. Fifteen out of the seventeen times that we've we've been there, we're going to Cincinnati. This is a it's a day trip at that point. If, right. if it's a one o'clock game. Easy trip. Game's over by four thirty. We're back home by, you know, nine, ten with traffic. Cool. Let's go.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's an easy four and a half to five hour trip. It I've made oh, it yeah. three or four times since. And yep. it, and 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 plus, you have a lot of fans who live here. Let, 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 let's just be real. You have a lot of fans that live yeah. here. Yeah. You have a lot sure. of fans here too, but you have a lot of Steelers fans here. And it's so bad, like, and I'm not making this up to give you a hard time. If you go to some of these sporting stores around here, I guarantee you, you will see a big-ass section of Steelers gear. I oh, yeah. guarantee you that. And that yep. is so... Freaking odd to me. I I never see anything like it in any of in a handful of NFL cities that I lived in Washington D.C. area, right. North Carolina. You know, like I went know for Charlotte. You yeah. never see more opposed, especially a rival gear, right in your store like you yep. do here. It's just baffling to me.
0: I can't. I think I don't know, man. I think some of it too is just the fickle nature of the Cincinnati fan, right? The Cincinnati fan base mm-hmm. has been has been tortured for decades. I mean <laughs> the the Reds haven't sure. won the you know, been to the World Series in nineteen ninety. The the, the the Bengals mm-hmm. haven't been to a damn play haven't won a damn playoff game since nineteen ninety. Like nineteen ninety was a great year. Right. Like it, with me growing up here, like being a young young guy in you know, around 1990 thinking, man, this is great. My baseball team is awesome. Mm -hmm. My football team is awesome. This is, oh, this is the life. And to move on from being whatever I was 14 years old at that time to Mm -hmm. today and almost 30 years later, being like, man, that was as good as it got.
1: Yeah. Which is why you guys had fired. That's the damn shame of it, right? It's
0: like, Literally, that mm-hmm. is that's the shame of it. Like me at fourteen, from a from a Cincinnati professional sports fan perspective, that was as good as it's been. Mm. Mm. That's crazy, isn't it? Yes, that's not. crazy. We're both high school, <laughs> when they last won
1: a playoff game. Right? I mean, right? I mean, that's
0: insane <laughs> to me, man. That is the concept of that <laughs> is baffling to me. Mm.
1: Wow. And there we go. Uh, and the, but yeah. there's a reason why I think, to your point, you know, I, I, I you know, it's some about um, uh, Yona Mike Brown. It's hard for him to quit uh, Marvin Lewis. I mean, we always used to kid and say, "Find you a woman who will love you yeah. the way Mike Brown loves like Marvin Mike Lewis." Brown he has- hey, no doubt. <laughs> I mean, Man, I think that's why. I think because he figures. I mean, he, I think he's afraid that it will go back to oblivion in like a, those horrific years of the 90s. But yeah. the reality is your squad has enough talent and Marvin Lewis has fixed up the front office. I know still you don't have much of a scouting department. But at the same right. time, he's kind of changed the culture as far as at least regular season expectations. I think you sure. just need another voice and maybe keep him in some capacity in the front office to take it to the next to, to the next level. But the point is, who would Mike Brown allow to do what Marvin Lewis did? And that's another podcast in and of itself, but Yeah, no doubt. And I think, yeah, just, I mean just brief
0: brief on that is there's just a level of comfort there for Mike Brown mm-hmm. that with Marvin Lewis <clears throat> that allows him to give Marvin a little more power every time. It allows him Mm -hmm. to be like, all right, well, this worked and this worked. Okay, I believe you that we need to add another scout. Well, this worked and this worked. Okay, I believe you that we need to pay some money for these defensive tackles and this defensive end and whatever. And so, like, I don't know that things would completely start over and go back to what it was in the the 90s before Marvin Lewis, but Mm -hmm. – the the level of comfort there is very important to Mike Brown. That I mean, it's sure, it's what he he lives on. Like he's a super loyal dude. He feels very comfortable with Marvin Lewis,
1: and that's that's where he's gonna roll. Mm. Still so the same too, because you guys got such great fans here. Yeah, and I, and, I, and look, I know. I like to give Bengals fans a hard time during this time of season, particularly Bengals Steelers week. But the fact of the matter is, you guys are so loyal. I mean, you, you guys are like like a lab. You know, lab, labs are like one of the most loyal dogs.
0: It's like a, yep. it's
1: that that lab that while they're happy to see you, they probably wish for something more deep down. But they know they may not get up but they love you anyway. That's how I think. That's how I think. That's how Bengals fans are. When it comes to expectations dealing with their squad, because as long as Mike Brown is in charge, it is what it is. And which leads yep. to, in my mind, you touched on this, jealousy slash resentment towards the team four and a half hours up the road from y'all. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, sure. uh, so how different from y'all? I mean, because you see how we do it, and you wishing, why the hell can't we do that? <laughs> it's not that yeah. hard, Right. But you know, as I say, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I mean, I think th- there, there's always been not always since Ben has since Ben Roethlisberger's been there. So we'll, we'll call it the Ben era. Mm-hmm. Since the Ben era mm-hmm. came along, uh, there's always been this big brother, little brother feeling between the Steelers sure. and the Bengals, right? Uh, mm-hmm. All right, even when we win one is like is more so kind of like oh crap we stole a game ho yeah woohoo you know like you're playing horse against your <laughs> older brother he's kicked your butt the last you know 15 times and then all of a sudden right. you pull out some crazy you know behind the back flip up that you're like yeah that's not going in it went in and now he's like wait i got to do that <laughs> like yeah do that do that and he can't do it and so you win you know two out of 17 games in horse, and you're super excited when you get those victories because they come far and few between, right? Um, right. And and that's the way I have always felt. Again, since Ben has been there, uh, it's just it's just big brother, little brother. Like Pittsburgh comes in. I don't like because they are. I think they are at times dirty. I think they at times yeah, I who push that. the rules. Many
1: people said that.
0: Yeah, I, I think at times they push the boundaries of the rules. I think their coach allows them to do that and, and encourages that not only through himself but through his assistant coaches, i.e., folks like Joey Porter. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a big brother bully mentality of we're better. We don't even have to be better than you, but we're your big brother and we're going to win. And that's the way Pittsburgh rolls in here. Like, cool. Like, like we roll into like the Bengals roll into Cleveland, Pittsburgh rolls into Cincinnati, like this is a W. And I don't care how much talent Cincinnati has. And I don't care, you know, if we play at one o'clock, if we play at home, if we play at nighttime, if they're up. Seventeen and nothing before halftime. Like, it doesn't matter. We're winning this game.
1: You think it's mental? I mean, I, I mean, I know it's a dumb oh, question, yeah. but why, why? Why does it seem so mental? So I, mean, I think, like, I think, it I think, I think it gets game. in their
0: heads, right? It gets, it gets yeah. in your head because it's, it's human nature. So human right. nature is all right. Man, we lose to these dudes every single time. Like, all right, if we could just if we can just get through the first half, if we can if we could just control this this scenario. I mean, look at look at the game last year, right? The Bengals were up fourteen nothing, seventeen nothing, whatever it was. And Pittsburgh came down mm, right 29. before half and scored. And right in that moment, you could just tell Pittsburgh is about to win this game. We knew it as fans. Mm. The people in the stands knew it as fans. The players on the field knew it. The coaches knew it. And you could see it. It was palpable. Like, mm-hmm. I was watching the game on TV, and you could see it. When Pittsburgh scored, it was like, ah, crap. And it was like that here we go again mentality of things that Pittsburgh seems to have that level of control. And I don't. It, players change from year to year, right? And you get new All blood, right. and you get new ideas and you get new coaches, but ultimately Marvin Lewis hasn't found a way to beat Bill Cowher or Mike Tomlin. Basically he hasn't found a way to beat Ben Roethlisberger. And mm. when that, when the head coach is the head of this process, it flows through him. He makes this game or he tries to make this game as just another game. Mike Tomlin mm. doesn't do that. Mike Tomlin like, yo, it's Cincinnati week. Get an extra chin strap and let's go to work, right? Whereas Marvin's like, right. oh, no, it's just another game. Don't get too excited and blah, 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 because we got another game the next week. And just, no, dude, no, no. Light a fire under your boys. Get excited, get amped, get pumped, because it's Pittsburgh week and we need to win this game. You realize if the Bengals win this game on Sunday, Pittsburgh is basically done. Like, you could end your yep. season – six games into the year, two, three, and one, and you're five and one. Get out of here, man. Like Pittsburgh is irrelevant to the division title talk at that point in time. You have the ability to do that. Why would you not make that the absolute priority? Why would you not? This is a big week. You're damn right. It's a big week. Pittsburgh's coming in here and trying mm-hmm. to take what's ours and we're not going to let it happen. Instead, uh, it's just yeah. another game. It's just another. I'm like, no, stop it. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. That's
1: uh, uh, so funny. <laughs> like, uh, oh, it's annoying. Don't do that. <laughs> well, uh, I would say this. I, I would say this. I mean, you see it in college sports a lot. And uh, we're going to wrap this segment up soon and talk about Drew Brees, But you see it as a college sports a lot, right? I mean, with me personally, I'm with NC State. Which means we hate Carolina. Carolina could get two dams about us. It's all about Duke with them. You right. would hear Larry Fedora, not give a damn about Wolfpack football. And on the other side of the coin, you have uh, Dave Dorn, the Wolfpacks coach, hyping. It's, it's like, it's Wolfpack, it's Tar Heel week. It's Tar Heel week, which is yeah. why we've owned the Tar Heels the last five seasons or so, because we take them more seriously than, than they do. And yes. I think it's the same here. To your point. And keep in mind that Marvin Lewis is a Pittsburgh guy. He grew up in Pittsburgh right. area. So he of all people, and he worked for Coward too. He he of all people and he worked for the Ravens too as a D as a D coordinator in the Super Bowl run. He of all people should know about Big Bingo mm-hmm. Steelers week. But
0: that's the that's probably even more frustrating than than anything else, right? Not only do you mm-hmm. know it from, from a rivalry coaching against them standpoint, you were actually in the locker room. You were actually on their team watching Bill Cowher mm-hmm. talk about We Day and talk about, you know, we own the Bengals and all of these things. And you got, you got to see that and see the energy that that provided to the players and to the city and to the team. And you completely rejected that idea and tried to make this just another game. I I don't understand how that works in your head. I have no idea mm. how that works.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Okay, right quick. Um, give me a score. <sighs> I'm going to go 28.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go twenty-eight twenty-three. 23 Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well because you until know what? because until they prove otherwise, man, I can't like I can't legitimately as much as I want the Bengals to win and I will be rooting like hell for them to win. Well I know. If you asking me to put my money somewhere, I'm going twenty eight, twenty three,
1: twenty eight, twenty four, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I I I share a brand of you. I I say twenty seventeen, Pittsburgh. I think I, the, the the wild card to me is the Steelers defense, which normally cannot stop a pop car. Uh yep. But it's just for some reason, I think that Pittsburgh's defense is trying try starting to play a little bit better, albeit against Atlanta team that's pretty much given up on their season right now. But to your point, you're right, man. If you look at the stakes of this division, y'all are four and one right now. We're sitting at two two and one, and mm-hmm. if y'all win, you guys go to five and one, three and one. And we're probably be playing for a wild card. For, for, yeah, that I mean
0: that—that would the Bengals would be two and zero in the division. The uh, Pittsburgh would be o two and one in the division. I mean, like honestly, mm-hmm. you could almost—I mean, six games in. I understand things happen, but for all intents and purposes, and for the sake of argument, you could pretty much put Pittsburgh to bed as far as shooting for the division is concerned.
1: Right. And you that, guys I going mean, that's, the that's the honest and good truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, because you guys who have a what a two and a half game lead, yep. and you know six games. With well, your, it looks like your next big, big part of the season schedule, as far as a, a, a competition wise, will be damn near finished. And yeah, I mean, you we know, got basically you got Pittsburgh and Kansas City are
0: your yep. are, are are your two toughest games and you got those back to back. After that, I'm not saying it's easy by any stretch, but the, the schedule, I mean you got a catch like Tampa Bay, you got the Raiders, yeah. you know, I mean you got Denver, like come on man. Like boo. Get out of here. You got you got yeah. Cleveland twice, you got the Ravens again. I mean those are games that you could win and would likely be favored in. Right. Right.
1: And you, and you get this got game, to, the, you the can pretty much put it to bed.
0: Yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, basically you got Pittsburgh, uh, Kansas City, and New Orleans are the three games that really put a scare into you as far as, all right, can you win those games? Yes. Will you? Eh, I don't know. Probably not. But, all right, fine. Mm -hmm. Everything else, every other game, Tampa Bay, uh, Denver, uh, you know, L. A. the 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 uh, the Raiders or you know wherever the heck they are now the Raiders like <laughs> uh, <laughs> Baltimore, <laughs> Cleveland twice. I mean those are games that you'll be favored in.
1: Yep, no doubt. Speaking of New Orleans, let's talk Drew Brees. How about that for a transition? Um, that was good. That was good. That's that's nice the, 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 the 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 completion like the completed pass record and yards record. He set the completed pass record earlier this season. But he said, obviously, the, the passing yards record last this past Monday night was season on Washington gave the hell up. Um, yeah. Drew Brees. Bad man. There's a lot of hyperbole going on, but one thing special about Drew Brees is that, from all accounts, he's a good dude on and off the field. He's, like, one of the guys. He doesn't, you know, he's not one of your, your typical, like, stuck-up quarterback. Yep. And, but this is that's that's a that's an article on ESPN that talks to past teammates of his about how insanely prepared he was and how good of a teammate he was. And I remember, like Dante Star said that he knew he being Drew Brees knew the the, the his teammates the old teammates like route combinations more just as much wow. as if he was on his old team. Wow! And you know the fact that all that work he put in. This is a you're talking about a five foot eleven dude, sitting past <laughs> right. him. So I know that this yeah, man. Look seven. here, that's, that's yeah.
0: listed as five foot eleven. He ain't five foot eleven.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I seen some people that listed well, about six feet. I said that dude is not six feet tall. I know six ain't, feet nah, tall, ain't no way. Ain't He's no way. He's not six feet tall. <laughs> 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 but but the thing is 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 that to see a a small dude, let's put it a smaller dude. Yeah, yeah. Dominate from his position. And I know, again, the league has turned to practically 707 due to the rule changes and everything. But that's, I mean, shoot, 71,000 yards career passing is 71,000 yards. And you can't beat that. Drew Brees is, I know he may not be the greatest, but he's certainly in the conversation of that dude. And he's still, he's (laughs) not slowing down.
0: And I was that's, that's exactly the point I was about to make. Most of the time, when people get these records, it's starting them one more time just to see if he can break this record. Like, dude rolls out, <laughs> they pull him out in a wheelchair, drop him off off the stretcher, but like, can you stand up? Throw one more ball? Okay, if you could throw one more ball, we could go ahead and get this record done. No, nah, Drew Brees is slinging that ball, and it looks like he could sling that ball for another couple, two, three years with no problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's like 18 and look, I years I mean, in. looks good.
0: Yeah, and looks yeah. good. Yeah. And with, that, with has, say, and with the talent that New Orleans has, and with the talent that New Orleans has, man, that you, every year, if I was New Orleans, I'd be like, you know what, here's what we're doing. We're drafting offensive linemen in the first two rounds. Everybody else, right. y'all just stay healthy. We're good. We can we can keep it rolling because we got to keep Drew Brees. as long as we keep Drew Brees upright, we're good, man. Let's go.
1: Yeah, and and plus you guys, I mean, I'm not, I'm sorry, not not you guys, but the the Saints snuck in a trade for for Teddy Bridgewater, and so they practically setting themselves up for a few more years if they put oh, the yeah. cards right. Post post Drew Brees, which that's just a pure heist right there of the Jets, but that's that's sort at another time. But another thing about Drew Brees, I mean, you think about his career. I mean, you almost forget—you almost forget that he was drafted by the San Diego Chargers. Dude,
0: you know, his whole his yesterday. whole career almost didn't happen. Like
1: it almost did. Yeah, like
0: shoulder injury, like all of that. It just it almost never happened. That's insane.
1: Yeah, and to the point that he was this close, because remember he visited the Dolphins after after the, yep. the Chargers. I think they charged released him. And yep. when he had that shoulder injury, and he, he, that was when was Nick, when Nick Saban, Saban was the head coach. Him. Yeah. Yes, and he said that Nah, we're not taking you, bro.
0: And they I went mean, ahead and drafted Dante Culpepper
1: instead. So they signed yeah, Dante yeah. Culpepper Pepper instead. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. Which at that point, believe it or not, had a more distinguished square stats-wise than Drew Brees at that point.
0: Yep. Oh yeah. People tend to. I mean, it was, a, it was a, it was a better play at that time.
1: Why? Why wouldn't they? Right? But man, who would have thunk at that moment in time when Saints literally took a chance on this dude post Katrina, Hurricane Katrina at that they dropped They drafted Reggie Bush. That I think the same year, like the second overall pick. (laughs) Um, could you imagine? I mean, just it almost to your point, almost didn't happen. Yeah, that's crazy. how how would the Saints' fortunes be written since that point? They wouldn't definitely wouldn't have a Super Bowl win. I mean, you no. think they would win a Super Bowl with, with Aaron Brooks? No, I don't think so. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a <laughs> that's a quick answer. Nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, and so again, that's that's credit to that you Brees and his hard work and his belief in himself, and you know that moment when he taught his kids to like, got the, the lie of Mike called him telling his son. Well, his sons and his daughter. Like, if you believe, and i paraphrase it. If you believe in yourself, good things will happen. He preached that yeah. to him. If you work hard. Right you hard. Month. Yes, sir. Yeah. Come on. Let's make yeah. it happen. So, God. So God bless him. I mean, he 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 he. This is well earned. Drew Brees may yes. not be the goat. I think, unfortunately, Tom Brady is, but he is that dude. I mean, when it comes yeah. to stats. He's he's our generation Dan Marino with a Super Bowl to win, basically. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely. I I got one beef. The only beef I have is why they get that man like a construction sheet of paper, like an eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. Like, hey, you <laughs> broke the record. What what the hell was that? What, like, you couldn't get them at a nice like, plaque. You couldn't get him, you know, like a little trophy with with an inscription on it. Hell, a paperweight or something. Like, they gave him a single sheet of paper. That was like, congratulations. He's pulling the man. Yeah,
1: like, here's a magnet. <laughs> you With can draw it on the, on the fridge, it. baby.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. His <laughs> kids draw the kid back
1: of it. <laughs> oh, oh, it was my fantastic. God. I was cool right there. Oh, man. Good times. They could have done it better than that, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's like, like, like a big deal. a damn sheet sure <laughs> of paper to put on the refrigerator <laughs> a That's just terrible. Uh it that's was great. Sad. It was great. Oh man, <laughs> let's stick it up. Like, good games are like, coming up. Let's let's. I just added that, but let's get into this week six games. I can't believe, I can't believe it's already week six, dude. Week six. I know it's match insane. Games. It's going by too damn fast i I know. Ugh. I know that it's just started. I know that you know it was just past September, but damn, this season, the college season is going by too fast, man. We 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 need to, to stretch out longer. It may not be for the yes. bodies of these these athletes, but this this make a long. They have have two bye weeks or right. something. I don't know. But Some, anyway, right, Um right. <laughs> Let's go with the Thursday night game: Philly, New York, Giants, football Giants, two struggling teams. Or as uh what's his name, uh Joe Namber once said, struggling. Um <laughs> I know it's Thursday night game, I know it's a big rivalry, you know but the Giants are like a hot ass mess. <laughs> yeah, <it> <laughs> <sucks>. <laughs> <laughs> they do. So, so the strength them stuck in so hard and Philly just underperforming, they're probably gonna come in mad. Uh um, right after the Minnesota game. I got Philadelphia whipping that ass. I I mean, I, oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I think the Giants are damn near about to give up.
0: Yeah. No, I'm so completely and totally with you. I think I think cool. Uh, yeah. It, I, I I don't even know there's even reason to discuss it. I think Philly is definitely underachieving, um, and they can't. The, that offensive line can't protect Eli. Uh, he might die
1: this week. I don't know, but <laughs> keep, the, keep the stretcher ready. Keep the stretcher ready. That's all I'm saying. Let's just, let's put it this way: me, you, and 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 and, and our deuce, Jeff, correct a five sack apiece against that line. It's just Man. that horrible. It's, it's just a horrible. Three forty-seven. It's just it's crazy. All right, Sunday's games. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Atlanta is just so damn disappointing, but they're still better than Tampa Bay. I mean, they can't possibly lose, go to one and five, can they, against Tampa at home? So I got Atlanta and nah. Tampa in this one. Yeah, I'm, I would agree. Yeah. So we already did Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, so moving on to – I'm going to keep calling them this, even though they're in Los Angeles. San Diego at Cleveland. The Charlotte <laughs> should be still in San Diego, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm not calling it Los Angeles. That's just a joke. And the fans think that's a joke, too, because no fans are going to those games. But anyway. I agree. That's, this is going to be interesting. We talked about Cleveland earlier. This is a good, game. This this is it's, a good it's, game. It's going to be a good game. And and, 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 and Cleveland's balling the ass is off. It's good to see, I hate to see. I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud. It's good to see that. It's good to see Cleveland being yeah together. So, yes. Uh, with that said, I got the Chargers winning. I mean, Phillip Rivers. And they're, nah. my, and they're my, and they my my West division title pick early in the year, so they gotta start showing themselves. So I, I got the Chargers in this one. Nah, I'm I'm taking the Browns all day. Um, oh well, I right. think San Different Diego. Times. I think San Diego
0: runs in. <laughs> yeah, well, I think San Diego runs into San Diego. Good lord, look what you got me saying it. I think the Chargers they run into Cleveland. <laughs> Good, they run into uh, <laughs> Cleveland at home. They they face a, yeah. a very stout defense in Cleveland's defense,
1: right? And
0: uh, Baker does just enough to get them over the hump. Cool,
1: Seattle, Oakland, and this yeah. is, this is a London game. This is part of the, the London series, both teams yeah. are underperforming. Well, Oakland just flour sucks. And you know what? I'm glad they do suck hard because what John Gruden's is dumb as traded Did, away to Khalil, Khalil Mack. Mack. Oh, uh. Traded away, Khalil Mack.
0: Hey, man, we all I can say is God. I'm glad he traded him to the NFC. That's all I can say.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Instead of the Baltimore. Jeez. That would be really, we would both. Would, oh, would
0: my God. Bad. Oh, <laughs> my God. That would have been terrible. Can you imagine Khalil Magg no. and Terrell
1: Thugs? Oh, God. Right. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, God damn it. Really? But anyway. Yeah. Other, no, I do the winner Of course, terrible. Yeah, I'd agree. That's the other winner this I one. agree. Okay. agree. Okay. And again, the in the, in the, in the in the surprise game of the week, Chicago at Miami. I know Miami's coming back to earth a bit. They choked away a huge lead against you guys last week. Well, um, largely thanks to your defense turning to the offense, going two touchdowns. Um, right. How about those Bears, man? How about those they Bears looking good, man? Me? I guess
0: the, it's like Khalil Mecca I, Hey, I'm 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 going Chicago in this one. If if nothing else. Because I watched Ryan Tannehill throw a ball off of his offensive lineman's helmet that we ran back for a touchdown.
1: That dude is not good. Yeah. Yeah. This dude is not good. we i with that one. I like Chicago this game, too. This should be, yeah. this should win by two touchdowns, to be honest with you. I don't care if it's in Miami. Um, yeah, Miami's not good. Arizona at Minnesota. Minnesota's a roll. Arizona's a Minnesota. Jones, they suck. Minnesota, yep. Yeah, Minnesota. Indianapolis at the New York Jets. <laughs> that was easy. Indianapolis,
0: New York Ooh. Jets. This Ooh. is kind of
1: hard to call. Indianapolis Ooh. better this year, but the Jets are playing Ooh. at home. You don't know what to expect from Sam Donald.
0: Yeah, so I that's gotta go the over that's Martin.
1: the
0: that's the the uh, wild card in this whole thing. Is like which which Donald shows up, right? Right. Um, I mean, you, you know what you get from Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck's gonna throw the ball fifty-five times because can't nobody run the ball, um, right? he's he gonna throw the ball fifty-five times for four hundred and twenty-six yards and two touchdowns and four interceptions. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just the way it's gonna be. So yeah, right. you know what? I'm
1: gonna go, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna take the Jets at home. All right. Well, there you go. Carolina at Washington. Carolina. I shouldn't crap the bed last day di- of uh, the other night. Yep. Carolina's playing yep. well this year. I got Cam Newton going up into FedEx field and doing them. And there's uh, talk that Greg Olson will be back this week too. So,
0: yeah, I'm going to Carolina. Oh, there you
1: go. Yeah. Buffalo at Houston. Buffalo sucks. Houston's done yep. around the form. I got the Sean yep. Watson yep. for the hurting on Josh Allen and company. Agreed and this is the game of the um, this unstoppable Los Angeles Rams that's a real Los Angeles team the Los Angeles Rams at Denver this should be a team. this should be this should be kind of ugly because Denver likes Ugh. to play ugly especially in mile high with that thin ass air but i think some tells me this Rams team is special man so they they, gone, they went all in with the personnel moves in the off season. They were like we ain't playing. So yep. I I got L A winning. I got L A oh, winning yeah. in Denver. It's gonna be hard I, as hell. I, I got the winning. In I Denver. got L A
0: winning. I got L A winning because I don't trust Case Keenum. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. I just don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't trust Case Keenum at, at quarterback for for Denver. Yeah. You know, if he was playing like he played last year in Minnesota, I'd be like, oh, okay, here we go. But I just don't see that happening, man. He's not the same dude. And I don't know if his system right. changed. I don't know if his player changed, whatever. He's just not that dude that he was last year. So, I'm going to L.A.
1: Yep. This is going to be an interesting game right here. Jacksonville at Dallas. Jalen Ramsey hmm. talking shit to the entire Y receiver core of the Cowboys.
0: Right, <laughs> right.
1: Can he name the Y receiver core hey, right right. of the Cowboys? He's going to talk because who's going to who who's worth a damn? Right, right. Who's worth a damn? Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Beasley. <laughs> yeah. Before I made my yeah, pick, I, were you, are you still mad at Jalen Ramsey for getting in the head of J, AJ Green last year? Are you still mad at him? I can't, I can't
0: be mad, man. I can't be mad. Like <laughs> you have to, you got to know that dude is coming out talking trash, man. You just got to know it. You got to be prepared for it. And honestly, that is probably the most fire I've ever seen out of AJ in the entire time yeah. he's been here. So honestly, I'm actually kind of like, all right, cool. Thanks for bringing that out and let me know it was there. I
1: appreciate it. <laughs> oh, he straight mollywapped that dude that. though. He he he, molly-wopped oh, yeah, though. He, did. <laughs> yeah, he did To the point where where, where your boy, uh uh um Jalen Ramsey was looking for him in the locker room. In the post locker right. room. That's how mad he was. That's how mad he was. Well, but to your point, think that A J had a heart? Yeah No nah, he Not like a, that. He, he had, yeah, yeah no <laughs> he didn't need a heart transplant, so there you go. But I got Jacksonville winning winning in Dallas. I don't I, – that defense, if you have Jacksonville fantasy football team, the defense and fantasy football, start them and start them quick, fast, in the hurry because – Agreed. Dallas doesn't have anything. Aside from aside from, from Ezekiel Elliott, they don't have anybody yep. else that will scare. I mean, he's gonna they're going to rack up turnovers and probably a pick six or two by the time it's over. Um, so I got yeah, I would. I, guess. I would absolutely. I would, I would absolutely agree with that. Baltimore at Tennessee, two teams I really can't stand. And yes, I still don't like the yeah. type. I, I still don't like yeah. Um And I don't think you do either. So um, mm. you know, this is going to be one of those games. I don't like both teams, but I'm pulling for Tennessee because I can't stand Baltimore. And I do you. Um, so. But I, I think that Joe Flacco is turning the fluke again, as Skip Bayless calls him a lot. Um, I mean, he just played—he played horrible against Cleveland. And I know Cleveland yep. has, a, has a great, de- has a better defense, but he played horrible against them. And yeah, Tennessee's defense ain't—they—they're they, underachieving right now, but they're not slouch either. So I don't—I got Tennessee winning at home, man. I got Tennessee winning at home over Baltimore. It'll be an ugly ten to six game. I
0: hope you're right. But honestly, I see a I see a bounce back game from 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 Flacco. Um and that Ravens defense. Like Tennessee's offense is not good. And Marcus Mariota is terrible. Oh no. Um you know, I mean like boo. And so you put to me <laughs> it'll be a low scoring game. It'll be ugly. If you if you want to talk about uh, fantasy points, make sure you have uh, Baltimore's field goal kicker Justin Tucker, because it'll be something oh, like fifteen God. to ten or something stupid. I'm just yeah. saying fifteen <laughs> to nine is going to be the final score of this game, but I got Baltimore beating Tennessee.
1: Sunday night game. This is probably the game of the week: Kansas City at New England. Will New England? Yeah. Would Tom really? Brady and the Patriots be the team that gives Kansas City that first L? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't. No, think so. I'm going against the grain here. I'm going against the grain. Wait, 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 wait wait, wait, wait. I know. Are you you don't think yes, so, sir. or are you hoping? Is this hope, or is this, or this is, is, is this analysis? This is both. <laughs> this is both. This is both. <laughs> this is both, man. This is both hope and I don't see. doing no, England's defense sucks. They yes, totally We can he, we, we can hang thirty points on them if we start yeah. a team. Um, you know, they're terrible. And what does Kansas City do more than any team in the league outside of the, the Rams? The ball. They can score some points. Throw the ball. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. They can throw it and run it. Frankly, but it comes down to Kansas City's defenses. They're horrible too, which is yep. why I was a little <laughs> bit hesitant. But I'm like, you know what? Bump it. I'm picking Kansas City. I don't give a damn. I don't like the Light. Patriots. I can't stand Tom Brady's pretty boy ass. I I really hate Bill Belichick, the coach. I hope Andy <laughs> Reid goes in there and does him good. So I got Kansas City winning. Damn it. I'm a,
0: You know what? I'm going to ride that bandwagon, man. I'm i going to hop on that because I think last year when they played, Kansas City handled them pretty well, and that was with Alex Smith as quarterback. Now you basically bring back the same team. But you got uh, Patrick Mahomes and his cannon of an arm, um, my homie. You, yeah, my my homie. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'll go
1: Kansas. <laughs> I'll go Kansas. All man. right, and, and and what is fast to qualifies to the, the quote "Who gives a damn" or "Who gives a rat's ass"? Game of the week, Monday night football, San Francisco at Green Bay. Yeah. Poor San Francisco. They don't have the. They don't have Jimmy G, and, yeah. and Aaron Rodgers playing on one leg. This is probably yeah. going to be the worst possible matchup Monday Night Football has to offer to at this point Agreed. in time. I got a Green Agreed. Bay move to a victory. <laughs> yeah, I don't.
0: I don't see. I don't see any reason why Green Bay shouldn't easily walk away with this game.
1: Well, well, there you go. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, bro. If the Bengals win Sunday, and it's very possible, I will have you back on the show. You can get the gloat, talk as much as you want. I just have to take (laughs) it. Me that. Just have to take (laughs) it like a man. Give me that. And but but if we still continue our mastery, our ownership of you guys, I'm not going to have you on the show to troll you. I'll, I'll just send you some love notes on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> to make you, a lot of our fraternity brothers here in Cincinnati who are natives, and everyone else, I'm just going to just troll them. I'm just, I'm just going to just have One word troll, one hashtag troll. You already know what the hashtag troll would be. I'm not going to say it now. Uh, you'll see it next week uh, if we do continue to with you guys. <laughs> all right. I you, man. Hey, thanks a lot for joining. You know it, brother. Man. Yes, sir. Anytime. Right, oh, that's my guy. Oh, 06, elk oh, six. That's the that's my guy. And uh, Andrea, which, please check him out on He Does a lot of good work on their side, and <laughs> I'm looking forward to us on the bingos once again. I mean, it's a big deal. Bingo Steelers is a big deal, especially here in Cincinnati. They just cannot stand the Steelers, and it's a great rivalry, and you know, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm going to wrap this up here with some talk about uh, the, the Major League Baseball playoffs here, particularly the division series, which wrapped up last night. Um, look, a lot of teams – I mean, look, I'm a big Yankees fan. So, even though I know for a fact the Red Sox, those damn Red Sox, are just light years better than we are. I know that. Everybody with a brain knows that. Stevie Wonder could see that, Right. But it just hurts as hell. It hurts like hell to me to see my beloved Yankees lose to the Red Sox the way they did. Particularly not even getting to a deciding game. They, they, they pretty much swept both games in New York. And I wasn't expecting that. I expected, I expected better, a lot better from, from Severino. I expected a better job from Aaron Boone. I know this is his first year. And I know he's not getting paid squat to manage the squad. I mean, basically, my manager is such a thankless job, anyway. But still, we I expect a little bit better. But I would say this: there's hope for for, for my Yankees. I wrote a I wrote a rant earlier today on my on my uh, on my blog about the Yankees still being okay, even though we got humiliated by the rival Red Sox. As long as we get some damn pitching room, we'll be fine. But at any rate. Houston did what I expected to the Indians. And that Houston and Boston AL Championship American League Championship Series is gonna be epic. That's pretty much the de facto world series as far as I'm concerned, because the National League is nothing more than the undercard. Aside from maybe Milwaukee, with Jesus Aguilar just tearing up from behind the plate and like and, and just doing it just doing this thing. I mean it's like really Milwaukee. The Dodgers underachieving. I mean, should I really be concerned about if I was either uh, Boston or Houston? But anyway, you know, I think it's gonna be. I mean, it's been a great see- season. It's been a, it's been a great postseason here in baseball. I mean, what right better way to start off than the, the 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 one game playoff, if you will, for the division titles for the in the NL Central and West divisions, and as well as the wild card game. In the in the National League with Chicago and and Colorado with the extra innings with Colorado winning in Wrigley Field the thirteen innings. <clears throat> but still, these these players are shipping out shipping out to where I expected. I you know, again, out of Boston and Houston, whoever comes out of L is going to win the World Series in maybe five games. But all those purposes, I, I I got Houston and maybe Milwaukee in the World Series, and Houston successfully winning defending their title, so there you go, but still, um, you know, you never know in baseball. I get, to, I get that you never know in baseball. You know, we remember like the um, what, what the Oakland A's losing to the Cincinnati Reds, who are huge under, who are huge underdogs in the 1990 World Series. But that was Anderson. I, I, I don't see anybody from the National League beating out of Boston or Houston in a World Series. And I don't think it's even going to go five games without that but. Anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens next week. But anyway, thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast. To the clown hours and Scott Burks, sign off. 06, good night.